Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Caputo Brothers Podcast. You got Eric and Kyle. And we're listening to an interesting new concept that we have surprisingly just stumbled across. And I don't know how we haven't learned about this earlier in our journey, but the concept that is rooted in the Japanese culture of wabi-sabi. Yeah. The celebration of the imperfection, the 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 acceptance of decay and aging and giving up on the perilous pursuit of perfection yet appreciating what is hmm. and accepting what is as it is and the pursuit of perfection can lead to emptiness inside of you because you never can achieve perfection the concept of wabi-sabi is almost finding the beauty in the imperfect and the beauty in the aging the beauty in the decay the the being okay with everything not being exactly up to such a mm-hmm. meticulous standard and you see it in art a lot like misstrokes or adding character to things like you don't want to just print out an ai geometric shape of something it's it needs to have that character those imperfections it's it's what makes mm-hmm. it unique and stylish and if you look at the japanese like bowls and and traditional things they're, they're like built out of these like raw materials and really rough and 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 gnarly looking i love that look the beauty in asymmetry the beauty in something banged up you know like an old an old looking tea mug you know that looked like it was an archaeological find yeah. there's beauty in the imperfections that it's not perfectly symmetri- symmetrical it's got its unique scratches that make it what it is and there's something so beautiful about the rawness of imperfections in art which make it art mm-hmm. chasing perfections is also a marketing trap it is a business trap that people use you show people perfect things so they continue to strive towards it and they use your product, your service, your whatever in order to achieve it, but it's not achievable. Think about Photoshop. Yeah, it's a sick tool, but think about the psychological damage that that has created in the form of magazines and pictures and everything on filters. the internet. Oh, filters now, right? You are looking at images of a person that aren't real. Yeah, it's not real. They are completely computer mm-hmm. altered in order to compare yourself to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's crazy because that's not achievable. But yet, every magazine has Photoshop mm-hmm. blemishes changed oh, yeah. and, and you're, you're striving towards that. I do see that more now that like, especially on TikTok, people are being more natural. You're seeing more different versions of people, more different things. Like it's, it's more diverse. There's more diversity in there, but nothing is worse than seeing a person trying to fight age so hard that they're doing things to their face and 
injecting things or plastic surgery or like mm-hmm. and they end up looking not even human it's it, it's crazy what they transform to it's a trap and yes. there's something beautiful about life's battle scars there's something beautiful about the process of aging gracefully and being at peace with a life well lived and you got the wrinkles to show it there's beauty in owning that and being who you genuinely authentically are that's attractive and people stop celebrating their birthdays because they don't like getting older Mm. It should be even more of a celebration. The longer you make it, the more years you have under you. That's a gift because people aren't guaranteed that. You aren't guaranteed to make it to 20. You aren't guaranteed to make it to 30. You aren't guaranteed to make it to 40. And Mm -hmm. we are so scared as a society of aging that there is so many anti-aging products and tools and multi-billion dollar industry yes but if you were to take it back to our original concept it's to fall in love with aging it's to fall in love with the perfections it's to fall in love with Mm -hmm. life and the cyclicality cyclicalness of it you're born and then you die you Mm -hmm. you come from nowhere you go nowhere like yeah you know in the way like you you, Mm -hmm. you're born and you disappear essentially it it is it's it is art it is what you strive for look at diamonds man-made diamonds are perfect they're perfect diamonds can be yeah when yeah when you look at them structurally yeah and you look at them through the through the microscopes indistinguishable from diamonds the thing with diamonds is that they have blemishes and slight imperfections and and that's what nature does to it and that's yeah. how people know the difference now mm. And they're still valued more at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. But imagine the aging piece. Imagine being at one with the current that never stops flowing. We all age. We Try and fight it. Try and fight it and you will waste so much energy and life that you could have dedicated to living, fighting something that you cannot control. We all age. We all get older. And you can see it. You can see it in someone that doesn't care. Doesn't. That, yeah, this is who I am. And Mm -hmm. I've lived a good life. And it's like, there's something so attractive about that just as a a, a magnetic piece to someone's personality that that is not trying to fight the process of aging, which happens to us all. And we all struggle with this. This is a cultural thing. We all struggle with it. I, I cut white thing, white uh, hairs out of my beard, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, ah, man, this is going to happen. I'm going to, we're all going to get old. We're all going to age. And if we're all going to age, why not age gracefully and accept what is as it is and embrace it. That is the beauty of the imperfection that is what when someone owns it it's like wow that's beautiful yeah and perfection is a curse i've seen so many talented people in particular martial artists who work so hard at getting something perfect before they release it 
that they just never release anything. They are constantly working on this perfect thing that they will never achieve. And they rob themselves Mm -hmm. and others of what they're creating. Yep. And some of our most viral content is the most imperfect. Yes. Definitely. Facts. Like, we do not have one viral piece of overproduced content because yeah. we wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. And we need a spinning logo and all this other shit. And we thought that every shot was perfectly in place that yeah. never goes viral. Never. Especially when we're super excited about it because we put so much effort into the editing. It's going to be look so all oh, the cutscene. Oh, it's fun. Our best videos are no cutscenes, a start, a finish, and great value in teaching. Yeah. Done. Shaky camera. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> but, but wait, I did this slow pan and it's so sick. And the way we made this transition, people are going to lose their minds. Yeah. No one cares. Totally. <laughs> it's, it's so true. <laughs> people who are learning like all these After Effects programs and all this video editing. It Don't make me wrong. If you're making movies and, and that those types of pieces of content, it's valued highly. But... In three to five years, all of the technology is going to be different. Yeah, and we'll, that stuff's going to look like crap yeah. anyway. We'll be VRing or whatever the hell, <laughs> augmented reality or whatever the hell is so going like, on. It's just like, just keep it to its imperfection yeah. in its rawest mm-hmm. form. Mm-hmm. And don't overdo things. Like, don't overspice yeah. your food. And make, make, make it timeless. Yeah. Making it timeless. There's no timestamp on it. There's real value in it. It'll stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say something now that if there's real wisdom in it, there's real value in it, you might not know it was shot 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Even to public speaking and all of the elements where you have to be in front of somebody, you work it up so much in your head that you have to speak perfectly and and not say things wrong. It's so much better to just go and be yourself and just speak and, and to mm-hmm. to do it or to write if you're yes. a, a writer. Yes. Just putting things out there, even with mm-hmm. the imperfections. Because people do not love perfect. People love the imperfections the most. It's real. Yes. It makes it real. And when you see somebody who has obviously rehearsed their speech so much that they start to sound like they are rehearsing something and it's like they're reading, even though they're not reading because they've rehearsed it. It, I want to hear the search for a word. I like the odd filler. It makes it real. I can tell that you're thinking in real time and orating your thoughts. We connect to that. We listen when you can tell there's a real human speaking, they're real thoughts. And that is so much better when it's raw and organic. What do you really think? Riff, mm-hmm. flow, what's on your mind? Start putting out those words. And when they come out organically and authentically, they are imperfect. Bob Marley, I, oh man, I'm drawing a blank of which song it is because I just can't put a finger on it. But he has a song on all of his best of albums and all of his his like most memorable songs and there's a live version you can't even find no woman no cry is that yeah, that, yeah. that's the live version the live yeah. version that's it yes that's the one no that woman went. no cry no woman no cry that's right no woman no cry is literally a can, live version of the song if, wherever you play it yeah you cannot find the non-live version yeah 
why would it be that the non-live version, No Woman No Cry, is one of his most popular songs? And it's raw. You can mm-hmm. hear the crowd. Yes. And you just sit in oh, that song. like. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. Even older music, too. Like You could go back and listen to some stuff, and you hear the imperfections because they didn't have the ability to make it 100% flawless. They didn't have looping. They didn't have a yeah. whole bunch of different mm-hmm. tools that we have today. Mm-hmm. Is there value in the pursuit of perfection, though? No. No? Because you're always comparing. Yeah. I find the pursuit of becoming better is more powerful than the pursuit of perfection. Sure. Because if you are pursuing perfection, you have a vision that you're copycatting you're mimicking you're Mm. trying to become something versus if you're continually trying to improve you're trying to make a better version of yourself yeah you're competing always always which is you can do that for the rest of your life you can wake up in the morning and try to make a better pancakes than you did yesterday yeah yeah it's gonna make you better constant improvement yes and Kaizen. Kaizen. These Japanese philosophers the, had it figured out. Why? There's, there's, but, you know, the, all this, like the, the, um, we always talk about the Stoics as well, too. Yeah, but yeah. The Japanese, yeah. these guys had, yeah. it, had, had it, it dialed. They had it figured out this whole time. It's yeah. like, here we are trying to figure all this out in our own ways. Why do you think, though, that there's such a strive for perfection, especially in North America? I think it's, uh, it's a lot of ego, too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But... If you do think about it, Kaizen is... No, Kaizen is continually improving. improving. It's not striving for perfection. No, no, no. You're right. No, but I think, you know, in our culture, we celebrate status. We celebrate the... We're constantly served on a platter. Here's this perfect life that you should be living and it's all on your feet and everyone's having a great time while you're eating a frozen dinner, a microwave dinner. You know, it's like we're constantly being served these images and views of what it means to live a perfect life that it's, it, it has become a cultural phenomenon to, to celebrate all of that. And I mean, it's hard not to, if that's your reality, it's hard not to think like, wow, okay, well, everything's, everybody's living these perfect lives, but we all forget that everyone's thinking the same thing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone, there's a lot of people portraying a perfect life. There's a lot of people, and I've seen it in my own life, like where you know, couples that you know they're miserable, yeah. but they're posing like they're just madly in love. Like, I know you guys are about to divorce. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, It's crazy. That is really where the root of perfection is stemmed from. It's media and this propaganda. You look at magazines and people are altered to look perfect. Mm-hmm. You watch these reality TV shows, they're only showing you the perfect pieces of people's lives. You look at social media, you only see the perfection, mm-hmm. the, oh, look at this. And so in your mind, this, this is obtainable mm-hmm. because this person's doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But are they doing it? Because you're only getting a little snapshot. Mm-hmm. Like you're not getting the beginning, middle, and end. You're not getting the, the problems that mm-hmm. they're facing. Like, yeah. I also feel like being comfortable with your imperfections takes a lot of self-work. It takes con- a, a conversation with yourself. It takes self-development. It takes 
developing your confidence, your self-esteem and who you are, who you know you are, who you are at your core unapologetically. And the more you can tap into that, the more you can just own who the hell you are. Mm. Building that confidence, that take it or leave it attitude. This is who I am. This is, this is what I'm about. Take it or leave it. And perfections and imperfections and all. And nobody likes to be vulnerable. And I, when you're a kid, you get name called about all of your imperfections. So it probably stems Insecurity. deep, deep, deep into childhood. Like if you have a blemish on your face, let's say. Yeah. There is zero chance you're getting out of the early years of school without getting harassed yeah. about that blemish. Uh-huh. If you are an overweight kid, there's zero yeah. chance you're making it out of school without mm-hmm. getting harassed about that. So school conditions you and programs you to be aware and self-conscious about a lot of yeah. your imperfections. And then you have this rating system where it's like, if you're not smart, yeah, you're dumb. Like go to this, mm-hmm. you'll never do anything with yeah. yourself. You're, it's constant judgment. And no wonder we put people through this system for 20 years of their life mm-hmm. and expect them to come out and be like, okay and confident. Yeah. It, it's hard to do that. And then the flip side of that is like, but how do you educate people? And is that just a natural human experience? It is. It has to be. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. Yeah. You know, and it's and it, uh, ho- ideal, like, ideally, those experiences you will learn from, as painful as they are, they will make you stronger. Just like stressing your muscle, you're going to get jacked. Mm-hmm. You ha- deal with all these adversity as a child, you'll get stronger if you don't immediately go I'm a victim and spend the rest of your life identifying as poor me a victim yeah that's not doing anything for you that's not doing anything for you and perfect people never change the world they they are never the innovators they are never the the artists they are never the Steve Jobs the Lady Gaga's the these incredible people who have these stories the people who make it the biggest generally come from hard upbringings where they were a different upbringing where they've had to develop calluses, let's say for their imperfections. And it made them so strong in an area where they Mm -hmm. over excelled in compared Mm -hmm. to anybody in that area, Mm -hmm. making them almost genius level for sure. So if they didn't have those experiences, Mm -hmm. Those hardships in life, the Steve Job growing up up without his parents and and you know being who he is, that's he wouldn't have he wouldn't have made it to the places he got to. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where it's like we can't. The solution is to not bubble wrap your children. You're I'm actually that's to actually make it, that's have the a perfect worst. life. That's that is the worst thing you can do. Yes. Go live an imperfect life and learn and and be that that observer of your own experience that can understand what's happening and how you can get better as these challenges roll in and as these things that you couldn't, how could I possibly be grateful for this? Can you find a state of gratitude when it's raining outside and it's pouring and you're shivering and this might somehow you, it's not going to make sense until it's in the rear view, but be grateful for the challenges in life because it's always later on down the road. Wow. I never would have done this if that hadn't happened. The challenging experience leads 
you to the next level that you're supposed to go on. That's the journey of life. Love it. And the Buddha Brothers challenge is to go research this concept. Go maybe watch some YouTube videos about Wabi Sabi. Go just explore the concept because it is a really powerful thing to accept. And in fact, not only accept to appreciate the beauty in the imperfections, in aging, in yes, in the hardships, and in, in the things that people wouldn't deem perfect. Beautiful. Until next week. Adios.